Ding that. Holy schleg. I was really hoping Chicken would care at all about that. No. You know what is weird ah. that you should bring that up? Uh, I would expect a lot of things to trigger my cats. And the only thing of recent in recent memory that did it was uh, birds on the television. Finally, it was like, beep, 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 beep. And my cat, its ears flopped up. Speaking of ears flopping up, <laughs> it should always flop up when you hear about breaking bingo. That's right. Breaking bingo. All throughout the Utah area, mainly and Seattle, and Seattle, we and fair, where we're encroaching into Oregon. We we got an Oregon boy or girl? Yeah, Jesse's there right now. Oh, we are gonna hit that Willamette Valley. We are gonna hit Willamette. That. Is that how you say it? Yeah, the, the the river, right? Willamette River. I would say Willamette. That's no, Willamette. Mm. Uh, and that's the one. That's the only thing I will claim to have know how to pronounce compared to everything else in our lives no it's fine it's because like in utah you know hurricane hurricane i feel so good about that when i get to explain that to people because it's like my utah peoples or zion everyone else in the world there's another one zion. i always forget about and it's such a good example of the same thing alta alta and look up how to pronounce the correct places of breaking bingo throughout utah Salt Lake, Davis County specifically as well as seattle and soon to be oregon check well, it out I'm it well i'm it Talamook. That's that the cheese. Oh, come on. Come on. That's for you're real. You're bugging me. That's a real deal. You're bugging me. Hey, maybe we'll have it at that voodoo donut, huh? Have you seen those donuts? They're just really goofy. Voodoo. It's Voodoo <laughs> Donut. Check it out at breakingbingo.com. All the listings of bingo across this fair United States. I have a question. Manifest Bingo. That's what we're calling Jesse's. Nice. Manifest Bingo. Who is the only bingo caller in the Salt Lake Valley to have never missed one of their nights? I don't know. Well, he's kind of a shithead, but he's lovable in a lot of ways. His name is Ryan Schlegel. Have I not? You've never missed one night at... uh, Oh, my uh, God. Is that real? In as much as that anything's real. Have you ever filled in for me? No. And I was going to offer... That means that I have never missed a bingo in two years. Oh, I gotta... We're gonna have to take a break, Schlegel. (laughs) I gotta... Blood is trickling out of Schlegel's ears. I think I gotta start over here, bud. I got a lot of issues in my life. It's a... That was... There it is. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god we caught up with the singularity and no. the time cops as in uh jean-claude van damme has said he found out i've only missed a tuesday since i started doing bingo at uh formerly a place i did it now turned racist. racist was i when i just didn't have when it was a dark night that's the only time i've ever missed bingo. <laughs> it's amazing holy shit and I felt bad because as I was realizing that, I was like, oh, I can cover for you next week if you need me to. But nope, can't. I, I've got better things to do. You know what I can't seem to do, buddy? What? Shut 
That's what I say to my bingo. I can't help myself. But go to every bingo. Is this like a weird alternate take? Yeah, it's them live. So here's what I wanted to say. I can't help myself from hosting bingo. And you alluded to, I will be out of town on a much wanted to go vacation to the homeland. We can approach this in two different ways. One, I alluded to the fact that you're leaving. Secondly, you put on this song, which is of the, stop me if I'm incorrect, Motown influence. That's exactly why I put it on, my friend. This is the Four Tops. Signed to Motown Records. Why Motown Records? What does Motown stand for? Motor City. And what is the Motor City, my friend? Detroit. Oh, that's right, everybody. I am heading out of the Salt Lake comfort zone to go to my home away from home, place I haven't been for actually a couple, I don't know, that's six years now. I'm going to Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. I don't think you'd say Detroit. Detroit. Now, do you want to know where the name Detroit comes from? Detroit. It's like in between. Detroit. Means straight. In the straight. Within the straight. Within the straight. Based on the fact that when the French explorers were coming through, they thought of it as as the Strait of Lake Erie, Mm. between Lake Erie and Lake Huron. And that is now known as Detroit River mm-hmm. and uh, what is also a Lake St. Clair because Detroit is not actually on a Great Lake. It's on Detroit River and the next to Lake St. Clair. And that's it. That's what we came here to tell you. That is the podcast. And I will be starting a new podcast called Motor City Bad Boys. It'll be me, <laughs> Tim Allen. And, and the Insane uh, We also have Kid Rock stop by and an M and an M. And we will be sponsored by Fago Bingo, which is bingo where you just get Fago. Do you think at, I forget her name now, but she's dead. She was in- uh, Marilyn Monroe. She was in 8 Mile. Do you think that- Oh my God, Brittany Murphy. At her funeral, they played the clip from 8 Mile where she licks her palm. That whole, by the way- I've actually never seen the movie. I've never seen that movie. I've only heard about it. I just wanted to desecrate someone's death. Straight. Focus groups have really shown that when I'm really viciously cruel for no reason, it's not. They just eat it up. Oh, I thought it was the exact one. They want you to always stop. Oh, fuck. Never mind. Brittany Murphy was the greatest actress of our time. Detroit. So sorry that she's gone. Detroit. Detroit. That's if you have the little thing above. What's the thing above the E? The little slash. It's got the accent. 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 Well, I'm excited to tell, buddy. We, I am going to Detroit, but that also means that we wanted to do a two-parter, something we haven't done for a while, maybe since what trains? Who knows? Uh, probably, uh, it was probably Del Taco Cockchafer. I'm going to go to the, and this is true, the uh, Holy Schlodcast historian. Mm. Do you know we have one? He's our good friend. Hold up! I just realized you meant two-parter as in two parts, uh, not two things. Two different logs coming out of one tush. No. Did you know we have a Holy Shalodcast historian? No. And as a mutual friend of ours, we both lived him at, uh, lived at him, lived with him at one point, Joseph Taylor. Really? Do you know he listens to the He's podcast? an archivist? He's the only person who listens been, to Because we've been meaning to uh, reference one when we keep saying the same shit over and over So again. I'm just going to reach out to Joseph Taylor. I know you listened maybe once and you were nice and said you listen all the time. 
But if you are listening, you need to become the archivist and let us know if we tell the same story again and again and again. And you might. I think this is going to be the first. This is our sequel to our sequel podcast. Can you believe that? Also going to have to field a lot of questions from the Brittany Murphy fan club. (laughs) Why is he such a fucking jack? By the way, Brittany Murphy's death. Have you ever looked into that? Yeah. I've done personal. (laughs) It was drugs. And the boyfriend, the fiance. Oh, he killed her? Well, there is a weird thing where I think they were doing drugs together. And then like a couple of week or so after or months, I can't remember. But shortly after she died, he was gone. Mm. Yeah, it's it's called being a drug addict. It's called hitting the turfy. And that was (laughs) the story of Brittany Murphy. Something we both planned on telling about today. Now, my friend, I've went over one of my favorite parts. Also, another fact of Detroit. What is it? I don't know. Well, it's actually most of Mich- uh, that part of Michigan, but it is the only place where what? Canada is more south than America. That's right, because guess what? This is something else I wanted to do. I didn't have it perfectly. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. But I wanted to bring this up. This is honoring my uncle, um, who was... The first person he was in my so, life. He was so large that he he grew <laughs> more southward. Dick's actually a svelte man. My uncle Dick. God bless you. I'll see you soon, my friend. I can't wait. Is he dead? Uh, Are you, is this you? God bless you. I want you to survive and never go oh, away. I thought, I thought he was dead and you were like going to go see him no, soon. No, no, no. I am going to go see him soon. I'm very excited. But this, I am going to see Sorry, him Sorry, Dick. He pointed out this to me years ago, about 10 years ago. You know what we're listening to? I've never heard this song before. So this is Led Zeppelin, and this is Stairway to Heaven. Just a small town girl. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Elton John. Okay, this part coming up. She took the midnight train going and trains don't go anywhere. So. Just a city boy. Born and raised in South Detroit. There is no South Detroit, my friend. South Detroit is known as Windsor. Literally, the city ends at the Detroit River, and then on the other side of that river to the south. See, I've heard this a time or two on the internet, and I would say that. So that may be true, but that doesn't change the fact that there must be. What was that, Cairn? There must be, like, smell just before Windsor. Sorry, I got too much perfume. I can't hear you. What were you saying, man? <laughs> just before Windsor, it's South Detroit. Garvey's is shit. A dude from Virginia tries talking Detroit. He is shit in this geographical talk. The floor is yours. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just, no, before, you... just before Windsor, South Detroit. <laughs> well, the thing about South... Uh, so if you actually... Like Joe Louis Arena, for example. Okay. Is right on the Detroit River. Mm. Just uh, a couple blocks away is the classic fist of Joe... Uh, I believe of Joe Louis, the statue you've well, seen a million times. maybe you should research that first. <laughs> to me, them and their statues look the same. So I don't know... Uh... I'm saying the um, what I would call downtown Detroit is on the Detroit River. 
And there's it would there's no neighborhood. I would say to have a South Park, a South Park. Come on down, South Park, Detroit. Well, what'd you call it then? The Detroit River in Windsor. Windsor. If Win- someone said, "Hey, what direction should I head to get there?" To where? The northern the the part of Detroit North. <laughs> The part of Detroit north of Windsor. The part of Detroit north of Windsor. So you're north of of North Windsor and you There's need no to, North Windsor, that's Detroit. <laughs> then journeyed into a song called I'm Born and to, Raised I'm in trying north to trap Detroit. you in here. Okay, trap Listen, me. it's ahead. fucking South Detroit because it's the southernmost part of Detroit. And no amount of times of you cranking up the volume will change that. Wait, what did I do? You can't There's the South Detroit. No love to the geographical locations. No Listen to me. Hear me out. The only way that there's not a South Detroit is because there's a fucking black hole of sadness. How did I get turned down? No, that's the sorry. There was our headphones. I was cranking oh. the water, but perhaps <laughs> there's a black hole of. Um, but there's no black hole sun. That was disproven after that guy was in that band. That's maybe we should just move on. No, wait, wait. Okay, but I, I want to hear. You're very good at this stuff. No, uh, I'm not. Why did you? You said that there. My volume is too loud. A lot of people have been saying that. So what? No, talk to me about why you feel so strong that there is no that there is a South Detroit. Because there has to be a part of Detroit that is more South than any other. Agreed. But what I think you're denying is that uh, city center, as we know it. So, so Salt Lake City has the grid system, right? And that's what we're all familiar with. So, like, clearly there's south and northeast of whatever Salt Lake. Detroit literally is a fan. A lot of people, I'm going to draw uh, something, and you're going to see this on the internet. It's going to be up on top page of HuffPo tomorrow. I'm going to draw this for my buddy. So, the city center, as you will, even though it's not accurate in this term, it's really just the most cityness of Detroit be here. I'm drawing for my friend in the streets of Detroit. The major ones like you are in here locally, state street, main street. We have a grid there. They're in the, the form of a spokes of a wet of a wheel. That's the a winged they, wheel, a winged wheel. So you will see that Detroit is right here. There's the river buddy. So downtown Detroit is right there. Now it does move south uh, west here but by the time you get over here that's like dearborn and shit like that you don't want to be a part of that literally detroit the city epicenter is there and there's the river it's on the river so it's to like my it's- argue- good sir good sir north what do we call the, uh, we have portland on the columbia river right true Will- or false willamette county it's not Willamette County. Willamette Valley is a whole other thing, sir. We're not talking about <laughs> Oregon today. And Didn't you say Portland? We are talking that the town of Vancouver, Washington, is what you would call North Portland, but it's on the other side of the river. There is no North Portland besides probably a neighborhood, and I'm probably missing that. Mm. But wouldn't you want to call South Vancouver, Washington, Portland, Oregon? Good, sir, I say argument over. 
Well, I can't wait to receive all the hate mail that we're going to get for having a fundamental misunderstanding about how things work. Life's difficult, dude, but you know what? I always keep. Ooh, you've changed. faith to journey by that i mean the journey to south detroit is in winter shouldn't you hate journey since they have a don't understand how detroit works but you and i know and we've talked about this before i'm a big hockey fan the red wings what do they play every time we're about to win journey don't stop believing and the crowd always speaking wins. of winning uh-huh Two overtimes in two days. Thank you, buddy. You know, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to be the over-hockey guy on this podcast. But my fair Red Wings, though they will break their streak, that is the most in North America sports right now. Out of all the major four leagues, the Red Wings will end their 25-year run of being in the playoffs. Most than any other team in any other league. They're not out yet, though, are they? If, like, the Bruins just stopped winning and the Islanders stopped winning and the Hurricanes stopped winning and... If the lightning start winning, all but all but mathematically out at this point. <laughs> now, I want to tell you something else. Did you know about this in Detroit? That Detroit actually was seized by the British in the War of eighteen twelve. I believe it because you know what the War of eighteen twelve a total disaster. We started it. We wanted to get a. Oh, bunch we of- started it. I didn't realize we, we started, started the fire. And we wanted all this land in Canada. Mm. And the yeah. only reason we it ended as favorably as it did was because England was busy fighting the Napoleonic Wars. Ah, didn't work out so well for Napoleon. Nor us, because true. Nor we, us. Didn't, we didn't get any of the things we wanted. We just got to still be a country. It didn't work out for our good friend Charles, or known as Chuck, nor us check Norris, check Norris. Mm, great so you're right one of the craziest parts about the war of 1812 which i know dick about i'm we should yeah do, we got fucked up we should do one but on we only got fucked up so bad because so bad. or excuse me we didn't get fucked up worse because napoleon was effing the uk up there bum bums now get this so, Until Waterloo, and then they gave up, and everyone gave up. We should do... That's a good time in the world, by the way. But, <laughs> you love the 1812 time? Well, because I love it, because it uh, later gave us what we love in the world of board games known as Risk. And that's mm. why I love it so much. Now, another thing, really quickly, before I go, uh, I want to go to, before I get back to that siege of Detroit. Who founded, who is the French dude who founded the city of Detroit? Oh, yeah, what's his name? This was on Jeopardy the other day, I don't remember. Antoine de la Monte. Antoine de la Monte. La Montagne? What's his last name, though? You might want to grab your grandma and grandpa, get in their town car, and this will be the best version of that. Lincoln Continental? Well, that's a very good point, but it's not that. <laughs> it's a... Town car. What did Jerry buy his dad that caused a lot of problems in... Mercedes-Benz? And Del Boca Vista section something. I can't remember. Phase something. Cadillac, my man. <laughs> this is the Cadillac of people who founded a city. Now, back to the siege of Detroit. So, I don't know if you know this, but the history of Detroit was pretty much spelled out by cars. It's all it basically, yeah. <laughs> your GMs later took over, and your Pintos were the workforce these days. Yeah. Now, 
what happened was is that the general of the Brits in the War of 1812 fooled us Americans to getting so spooked that the Americans just were like, ah, have it. And without even a war, because oh. they had bad intel. So the Brits, without conflict, got Detroit. And it wasn't until... By God! They don't even <laughs> seem to want this city! So a year later, there was this infamous battle, probably the most violent and uh, casualty-ridden uh, part of 1812 was the Battle of Frenchtown, which is a weird place south of it's, Detroit. It's south of Detroit. You stupid son of a bitch. Southeast of Detroit, Ooh. not true south, so let's not uh, get too egotistical <laughs> and uh, start yelling nonsense <laughs> like there's the South Detroit. Born and raised and where, where the War of 1812 Born and raised in a disputed geographical section. South west mm. and this uh battle was one of the most gruesome but a year later it helped us get back to the city of detroit now my friend something i want to point out because everyone's got this bad image of detroit bad image of detroit well they need to remember that in 1950 the peak population of detroit it was the fifth largest city in the united states the only cities that were bigger new york los angeles philadelphia Chicago. Perfect. The hardest one in there was Philadelphia, and I want to tell you that you did a good job on that. Philadelphia is a weird one. No, it's... Uh, I would have said San Francisco. Well, you would have been gay. Uh, You would have been super gay. I would have been too full of dick uh, (laughs) to guess accurately. Now... Get out of here, Schlegel. We're all filled up. (laughs) To... In context now, 1950, two years before my sweet mother was born, but she's still alive to this day, Dun, bow, bow. and I love her every second, what what ranking in the, in the country, city population, city population, where do you think Detroit's at? Tell me again they, when it was fifth. 1950. And now, what are we talking? 2017. That's when your mom was born? No. Two years after 1950, if we follow along, just like how there's no South Detroit, we would be informed correctly. Uh, By the way, this video. Yeah, it's a good one. 700th. By the way, we're going to have to go our separate ways right now. Ah! How we feel about South Detroit. What'd you say? I just love the idea that both. It's like a wedding. Like, are you with the groom or the bride? And everyone who listens to our podcast is either on your side or my side. Mm hmm. And they're all our family members because they're the only people. Ah! They're the only people that we can get to listen to this. And each of them, I just imagine being like, anytime my family listens to me, like, ah, he's so funny. And then you're like burping, and they're like, ah, Schlegel's really not good. And then your family listens to it, and you're like, ah, Schlegel's so funny. And then I'm like, and then the gays are dumb, and they're like, racist. You heard it here first, folks. The sound of a loser who doesn't realize there's no South Detroit. You know, put up the white flag whenever you want. If you and your family want to go and travel to South Detroit, I can't wait. I'll be the first one on a boat with a life preserver in Detroit River to save them from drowning. Well, you can go ahead and sink to the bottom because you're not in South Detroit. You're in the river. But the river is so corrosive that they will die before you can say that. It's like pure fucking acid. I'm glad you brought that up. It is at pH level 14. No, I would say. Does the pH level go up that high? 
So anyway, uh, <laughs> something else I want to bring up. You never did answer what the ranking was of. I said four hundredth or five hundredth. I said something ridiculous. Okay, but give me a real. Give me a shot. <laughs> no, that's the best hey, I got. Buddy, it's between. No one else is listening. Tell me, what do you think? Honestly, what do you think? Thirtieth. You give Detroit not enough credit. Twenty first, my friend. Twenty. <laughs> First, but I did mark down two cities I found very funny and ridiculous that are bigger now. Lay it on us. El Paso, Texas, huh? and Jacksonville, Florida. Where are they? Those are cities in America. Did you want uh, <laughs> anything else? Did you want no, are they more or less populated? So the preface. So, hey, big call out to Ryan Holyoke's family. Uh, clearly, your son has no idea what he's talking about. Let's go with the real deal. Ryan Schlegel, he knows where South Detroit is. It's not real. And he knows how to say things that people listen to. So I appreciate you. I just want to say God bless, and I'm on your side, and I want the best for your brother or son. son. You ready to, ready to say stuff that's real? <laughs> no, I'm just going to start burping because that's apparently the winning combination. Hey, and this burping hour is brought to you by Anna Alka-Seltzer. It's the burps with the Merst. All right, people. I did not tell Holyoke this, but this is one of my favorite stories about Michigan. Well, I'll see you later. I'm just kidding. It's got to go be. You start talking. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what we wanted to... And hear this, Holyoke. This is our two-parter. You want... We're, we're going to do one for... I'm going to be live in Detroit, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do one for me in Detroit. So we kind of just wanted to loosely talk about Michigan-Detroit stuff now because when I get there, I want to bring out the real facts, the hot topics. I will be doing it live from Hot Topic. What? That's going to be great. Holyoke, you just came up with the most brilliant thing we've ever thought of ever. I mean, by that, I mean you. Um, is that we, I will do a, I, but I feel like the pe- people of Detroit will be impartial. We're going to we'll be partial. suppose a certain amount of things about Detroit. I can't do suppositories. What'd you say? We're going to shove things over your butt. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we're going to. Hold on, dude. We're going to talk I about. I too. Well, I guess I'll just go home and sleep. No, I literally do. We're going to talk about things about Detroit. Yes! And then Schlegel's going to go to Detroit and tell us whether or not that which we've discussed is true. Is there stuff you want to know now? Is there anything you have interest in? Is there stuff you want me to see? Well, much like Alanis Morissette once said, you ought to know. You ought to know thing or two about Detroit. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, did I mean to do this? What? Is that where Alanis Morissette and Dave Coulier met? Detroit? Yes. Well, yeah, she's saying he's, I don't know if he's from Detroit. But he loves Detroit, right? He's definitely Michigan. Oh, my God. I, I stumbled into this fucking conspiracy theory. And that's our true topic you today, people. Our true topic today, Jagged Little Pill. Actually, we should do a podcast on Jagged Little Pill. Okay. Tell us your stupid little story so we can move on. (laughs) And just the entire William Holyoke side of the fan club going, woo! 
it to him, Billy. Give it to him, Billy boy. <laughs> the Schlegel sucks. <laughs> War William. Burp more, you idiot. <laughs> and Pauline's like, no. I love my boy. I'm proud. Did you hear him say words into a microphone? <laughs> That's what she's, she's had to go so baseline with my achievements. He's totally put electricity to the microphone, and now he's speaking. That's the way you need it. So, my friend, in honor of me going to the fair state of Michigan, home of Ted Nuggets. Ted Nuggets? Nuge. The Nuge. Oh, because I think I said Ted Bundy. I wanted to tell a story and do a topic. That was one that mixed both Utah history and Michigan history. Lay it on us. I bet we, I know that me and you have talked about this before, but can you deal with the fact that I'm about to bring up the Mormon kingdom of Beaver Island? Have I ever talked to you about this? No. Now, this is absolutely real. It's one of my favorite stories. My mom brought this up to me once, and I was like, wow, how did you sleep on this story for the, like, forever? How did you never tell me this? Now, in 1848, no, this would have been actually before that. So when Joseph Smith died, right, you had clearly the one who won out on the whole thing, which was Brigham Young. Yep. He was the disciple. Everyone was following him. Chicken sleeping with his head against the wall. <laughs> now, you know that there were other dudes who were like, actually, B.Y. isn't the true Oh, yeah. Leader of the church after Joseph Smith died. One of those gentlemen was named James J. Strang. And he led a group known as the Strangites. Hold on. Because Strang was one of the dudes in Making a Murderer. Well, I'll, let me. Where did that take oh, place? Oh, my God. Hold on. Was that in Michigan? What? No, but let, oh, my God. Okay, we're going to get to something in a second here. This Where was it, though? Just real quick. Wisconsin. Oh, uh, very close. I'm going to fucking tell you something in a second here. We That's fucking insane. Okay, so get this. So here you have in Nauvoo all the groups of people being like, B.Y. is the guy. Brigham Young's the new guy. And following him out to Utah. Well, there was this guy, James, uh, James J. Strang. J.J. Strang. J.J. J.J. And J.J. said, fuck that noise. B.Y. is bullshit. We're going to Beaver Island, Michigan, which is in Lake Michigan. So between Wisconsin and Michigan on Lake Michigan, he found he was like, we're going here. And he grabbed his followers and he goes up there and he sets up a more a Mormon fucking settlement in Michigan, dude. 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 Also, this guy is a piece of work. James J. Strang. First of all, he calls them all Strangites, Stranganites. So they're all strangites, strangites, and he gets himself. He starts this whole thing. They start making a settlement there on Beaver Island. They're making a whole thing to do so much so that in 1853, after they arrived in 1848, James Strang gets elected to the Michigan House of Representatives, and he sets up a county with the county seat being Beaver Island or the South t- Detroit, South Detroit, which never existed. He sets up a town called, shockingly, St. James, on Beaver Island. This becomes the head of this weird county they set up there. Now, in 1850, 
James is like, I'm a little bit. All right, let's just be real. I'm probably the king of this people. He says not the island of his people on hmm. Beaver Island. He proclaims himself king and quote puts on a, a crown, quote, a shiny metal ring with a cluster of glass stars in the front with a red royal robe, a shield, a breastplate, and a wooden scepter. This is super Mormon. And he is the fucking king of his people, not of the island, but of the people. But in a shocking turn of events, what does he start doing but seize property on the island, physically beat up people, and at one point, one of my favorite lines in this whole article, shot a cannon at a bunch of drunken fishermen, non-Mormons, who said they were going to take back the island. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? Shoot him with a cannon. One of the weird things about us, uh, James, that we might have a hard time reconciling with, was it one of the first nature concha, concha, conservationists. Thank you, buddy, of the area. Now, shocking in a turn of events, his autocratic behavior was not the favorite of everyone there. And at one point, he started demanding that all women on the island wear bloomers. That's right. I forget what bloomers are. It's like the weird dress, but there's like a white little legs underneath. So it's like not these big skirts. Bloomers, baby. Look them up. Now, <laughs> okay. Now. Is that what we can just defer anytime we don't know yeah, the sure. answer? Just he, look it up. He was also not about polygamy when he first showed up, but then that slowly changed and he found himself having five wives and 14 kids very soon. Ooh. Now, the dudes who he... So anyone who he was like, wear bloomers. But then the, the the husbands would be flogged if their if their wives did not wear these bloomers, and eventually he started creating such a dissonance between some of these people. What are you worried about? <laughs> Everything's fine. You want loving, touching, squeezing? Yeah. That's what he did to his five wives. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually he gets he pisses off enough people that some of these people who've been flogged and pushed out because he's such an autocorrect that one he's day he's an autocorrect it was an autocorrect it was an iPhone <laughs> issue he should have fixed his iPhone updated in the newest model he would have been in all this stuff so eventually one day he pisses off enough people he starts a newspaper the first newspaper in northern Michigan and he proclaims two days before this whole thing happens he's like these people are like basically saying these people are a bunch of pisses and they're not going <laughs> to do shit well one day, the USS Michigan, a U.S. fucking ship, is docked at St. James, just doing their own thing. And James is not paying too much of attention. He's just doing his thing. And all of a sudden, two of the dudes he flogs calls out, they jump up, bang, bang, shoot him. One of them pistol whips him. They jump on the USS Michigan, this boat that's parked there. US, they see them do this. They see a fucking assassination the boat undocks, goes to Lake uh, or goes to uh, Mackinac Island, drops off these two dudes. They're never convicted, never brought to charges. But who dies a little bit later in Voorhees, Wisconsin? King James String. Whoa! And to this day, there are still three hundred of the Strangites disciples in Wisconsin. So at the beginning of this, when you were like. Wasn't that guy's name Strang? When you're 
String, you get dumped off on some island. What, Dude, there was a kingdom in this country of Mormons in Beaver Island, Michigan. That's one of my favorite connections between Michigan and, and, and Utah. That's not connected to the fact that most Michiganders love coming to Utah because there's great skiing and they all love skiing. And there, there's literally trash piles that you ski on in Michigan. Well, like a landfill? Like a landfill. Now, no, literally, like landfills are the tallest things in Michigan. There's no mountains, not very big hills. And so landfills are fine places to ski. And so a lot of Michiganders, including my parents, moved out here because of the great skiing. Interesting. Uh, now, buddy, that was my... I'm going to hopefully go to Traverse City, Michigan, which is near, but not exactly near this Beaver Island. But these are one of the many stories of Michigan I love so much, and I want to relate back when I get there, buddy. What did you want to say? Well, how many minutes have we been talking? 36. Okay. Well, let's get this real short and real brief. Okay. There was a man. That's what, uh, that's what your, uh, your dick doctor said about your dick. It's super small. Let's keep this real short and real brief. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, once upon a time in 1920-something or other... There was South Detroit! Uh, We moved on from that song. Go ahead, buddy. A man arrived to entertain the locals, having just sustained vicious... Injuries to his uh, chest cavity. Oh. He performed one final time in Detroit, Michigan, before succumbing to his wounds and dying. By the way, for all those people who want to guess Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. Actually, the first time he did that in public, not to what we know it as today, that did take place in Detroit before I have a dream. The first time he did a version of that, that was in Detroit. But this is not that. We should do a podcast called This Is Not That, and then we just literally state every possible iteration of everything. This isn't that. If you thought this was going that way, guess what? This isn't that. This is a grasshopper. (laughs) This isn't that. What has six legs and jumps? This is not a grasshopper. (laughs) It's... Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. <laughs> Soros, George Soros. Oh, I don't know. Was he? That's me jumping from my paycheck for going to that protest, bitch. Talk to me, though. Give me what you're... Well, who talking I'm talking about, about is Houdinas. Henry. Henry? Henry Houdini? Is that yeah, his name? Harry Houdini. <laughs> Just like Harry and the Henderson. It took so long to get to this point, I forgot the guy's first name. Hennifer Juanitas. He was is... born in fucking Austria, Hungary. Was he really? Died after that empire no longer existed. Are you for real, motherfucker? He got punched in the gutties, and no one quite knows if it was a causative or correlative. Well, if the punch caused his appendicitis. Or if it was just circumstantial. My understanding, and also that the why the gentleman punched him was because Houdini did a part of his act was punch me as hard as you can, he would survive. But, but he needed a little bit of he warning. He needed a little prep. 
And this boy just ran up and gave him a big old... And Houdini had just broken his ankle on a previous show, so he was not in a position to fucking defend himself. And also, one of the greatest. The great Houdini. One of the best Houdinis I ever met. I've never met one other Houdini. Now, also, this gentleman was very, very good because he also called out spiritualists. He also called out people who were... It's because he missed his dearly departed mother. And that people fucked with him with this... Uh... So he would do seances to try and find her. So after many years of, of being disappointed by failed seances, he decided to set out to debunk spiritualists and their bullshit seances. And his knowledge of magic uh, tricks and how they worked allowed him to debunk a lot of them. But before he died, he said to his sweet, sweet wife, Hey... I'm about to kick the old bucket. But when I do, I'm going to try and communicate to you, if through, I can. Through a bucket. That was the funniest part about it. Through a bucket. So funny. God, why, do I, why am I even on this podcast? It's like Schlegel just says There it. once was a man from a bucket, and it was Houdini's wife. This has been Ryan Schlegel with the bucket joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said... To way, his a, wife. That was a that was a false burp. That was not a real burp. I'm gonna give you a code word, and when I die, I will try desperately to Wait, tell you. Wait, you're gonna give me a code word? Yeah. Oh, give it. To I me. thought I had it memorized, but I lost it. Uh, it is Moroni. It's Rosa. Wait, aren't you doing the thing that Rosalette Rosanette? Aren't you doing the thing that Mormons do when they die? That the wife gets the husband's name, and the husband gets the wife and his own name. Are you doing that thing right now? No. When they're on their planet? And so you brought up Mormons. I didn't. Oh. Leave them out of it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry, I had a touchy subject. Just like South Detroit. Oh, wait. I turned off. The no, there's only one thing I'm concerned about, and that is offending my brother. Why am I so much louder than I was? Well, I don't know. First of all, you know I love your brother, who's never been on this podcast, who's never... Been associated so, with it. But you know, I love him. Houdini said to his wife, I will give you this code life. word from beyond the grave if I can. And the code word was Rosabelle Believe. It was a secret code which they agreed to use. Rosabelle was their favorite song. So every year on uh, Halloween, his wife would hold a seance and they would wait for someone to give him wait, the code. Wait, wait, wait. Tell the story again. <laughs> oh, girls, like, like, I can always rely on him. Take a little bit of a personal attack to heart forever. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to enjoy the story. <laughs> so Houdini died in Detroit. What? Did we get a theater? Can I go and see? It, it, you might be able to go to the theater. I was looking up the hospital. The hospital no longer exists. It was torn down. Uh, that's about point in case for Detroit these days. <laughs> yes, most of Detroit has been raised and destroyed. But if, if at any point, if at any point during your stay in Detroit, you hear the phrase "Rosabelle believe," it's Houdini saying, "I'm so mad at how shitty your podcast is. I'm I've come out of retirement to say fuck you." Wait, you were saying that Houdini and his wife's code phrase was, "How bad is the Holy Schlodcast?" Yes, seriously, it's that bad. Yeah, you won't believe it. Like. They'll have things in their hands that they can search for any fucking bit of information that's ever existed. But the worst part about it is 
these two shitheads will have squandered all of it in a vain attempt to avoid solving our murder mystery. So I've got to go. I've got to go to Detroit, and I've got to find this spot. Rosabelle, believe. So wait, one of you call me. I'll be out in the streets of Detroit, and I'll scream, Rosabelle! Rosabelle! Where you been hiding that Houdini? Where? Give me that Houdini, boy. One of the things... No, you need to go to South Detroit. That's where he's been hiding all these years. Do you know why there's no well, South Detroit? Fine. It's I'll... because Houdini is living there and he doesn't want anyone to find him. That's fine. I'll bring my passport and go to Windsor. Ooh. No, but I can't wait. We're going to do a live... Well, recorded. But me and you <laughs> live from the... South s- Detroit. South Detroit next week. Rosabelle. I will I'm totally fine walking to the Detroit River and doing a podcast. Walking there. into the Detroit River? And I'd just be like, dude, I'm in South Detroit. It's so cool. Rosabelle. Rosabelle. Believe. Believe. Do you believe in Rosabelle? But my friend, this is what I have to say about my journey. Your what? Your what? My journey to Detroit. Journey? Journey. We listen to Journey and ain't no mountain high enough. That means I'll get on a plane. And Holyoke, ain't no mountain high enough for us to not have a broadcast next week. Just call my name. Roosevelt. But there surely is there, it's called Windsor, Canada. Buddy, I can't wait to call you from Detroit. We're going to do in our next podcast, me in one state, you in another. Mm. I just want to say, sorry that uh, your fans don't like me, but I love them, and I can't wait to talk to everybody. Is that what you took away from it? I was saying that both of our families hate us both. Equally. My mom always says, you seem like a very nice man. <laughs> my, mama, my mama said. You know, She's like, oh, if my mom knew what a podcast was, <laughs> I'm sure she would have you great my, things to say about my you. Mother, my mother actually <laughs> listens to our podcast. This breaks my heart. She has to hear me every week. Is that what you're saying? No, it breaks my heart that she hears me denigrating your good name. Maybe you should take that as a self-reflection. Anyway. (laughs) As I always say to Holyoke, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough. I'll be there for you. And as he says to me, you talk like a dirty tart. (laughs) Anyway, everybody. Quote. I love you all. I, Pauline, I'm so sorry. Holyoke knows that you're you're a good boy. Just work on. Slagle's a good boy. From Detroit, the Holy Schlodcast. One side of the Mississippi, the other side from the Mississippi. I love you all. Thank you guys for listening. As always, my name is Ryan Schlegel. My name is Schlagas. Holyoke has to say that because he's weird. I'm not be able to say that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, uh, I'm gonna. You know who else I'm gonna see out there, and I'm gonna do a little piece about it next time. Who? My uncle, the radio man, Uncle Dick. Radio. Who? Di- who was infamous for his power pop single, 
Radio. I think it's called Radio. Is that Radio? <laughs> as far we'll, as I know. We'll play it at the end of this. It's Dick Colson, Letter O. People, we're going to talk to Dick. We're going to talk to all sorts of people. Uh, Holyoke, I love you so much, buddy. I hope I get back in safe, and I can't wait to be in the Holy Studios again with you. Yeah, yeah. But we'll do it from the road next week. Check out this advertisement by YouTube.com. And I know you want me back next week, and we will be back. My name is Ryan Schlegel. This is Gavin. I'll go back.